Good evening, uh, Peter, and thank you for joining us, and thanks for your patience. Um, I, I had a bit of a long intro because I had to say my goodbyes because this is our final talk at nine, but really much appreciated having you on air with us this evening. Thank you, and I just loved listening to Edwin Cameron. I mean, I can listen to him for a long time. Man, it's just so precious. Very he is, important. He is, he is definitely. I mean, brings so much insight. But someone who brings just as much insight, despite the fact that he would probably not admit to it, is yourself, of course. Um, <laughs> um, I mean, you know, you and I have spoken about this at length before. Uh, we, we, we're going to dig up a lot of old cows and old bones this evening. But the fact of the matter is, Peter, you are... You know, you, you, you do something for this nation that, um, that very few people are able to do, and that is to be uh, to keep your finger firmly on the pulse of the nation. I saw your last performance. I mean, it was absolutely stunning, uh, a tearjerker, but simultaneously absolute fun and, and laughs. How are you doing these days? Well, I wished I had a vaccine in the back of my fridge that I could offer the world, but at the moment, I think it's only Voter Basson that's got that vaccine in his deep freeze. <laughs> how am I? I'm fine. Listen, I'm fine. I'm just terribly aware of how many people are very, very unhappy. Um, and I think many of the people listening tonight are unhappy. I mean, we can't really think about a future. I mean, we think what's going to happen, what's going to happen next month, next week. And my secret is, I don't think about that. I have to live day by day. You know, today, mm. the most important day, and then there's tonight, and I hope I sleep all right and feed the cat, and tomorrow morning feed the birds, and then another day, lockdown. I mean, I've been literally locked down for 122 days, which is the most extraordinary feeling. Um, and suddenly you discover a whole new world. You discover a, a frightened world, but I've also discovered the most extraordinary humanity, people helping each other, people doing the most extraordinary things to to make sure that frightened people aren't frightened on their own and helping people who need food. And, we, 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 you know, everybody is in need of so much. And I can just say to everybody, the best thing to do once a day is just stop in the mirror, look at yourself in the mirror and say, hello, darling, you're still here. <laughs> no, definitely. It's, it, it, it is. It has reached those levels where you have to remind yourself that you're still here. Have you taken up any new hobbies? Have you started any new interests? I know I've, I've started up new hobbies and new interests during COVID-19. Of course, now home is the place I find myself in permanently inverted commas. You only go out every now and again to pop out to the shops, but the rest of the time you're indoors and that gives you ample opportunity to, yes, work and slave away, but at the same time, uh, new hobbies and new interests and new things to learn. So have you done any of that? Well, the strange thing was on the 25th of March, I looked at my diary and I had 20 performances, 200 performances to do in 2020. And three days later, there was nothing. (laughs) Three days later, suddenly the the diary just dissolved itself into blank pages. So... (laughs) I have not been doing anything other than just being at home and uh, doing the things I haven't had a chance to do for 20 years, like, like clean out cupboards, like sort out files, like read books of 600 pages each uh, and listening to music and getting to know my cat and the dogs and feed the birds and, um, 
and find the black sock that I've been looking for for the last two years, <laughs> and it was behind the cupboard. No, really, truly, it's an amazing, it's amazing rediscovery of the silence that one never has a chance to, to listen to. Um, uh, it's been a very important experience. I never thought at the age of 74 I would be able to do something that I've never been allowed to do because I've always been so busy. Um, uh, so I think, yes, you're right. Hobbies, I don't know about hobbies. I just find myself finding things and looking at things and listening to things and just um, discovering the extraordinary. We had such wonderful rain down here in the Cape and just suddenly looking at the rain and and hearing the green grass get greener and grow. And, um, yeah, it was, it's, it's, and then avoiding one thing, and that is news. Avoiding television news, the breaking news, which yes. is so frightening, and it is sort of really, truly on the edge of madness. Um, so you've just got to know where to go for the truth. You need to find the truth, because there's a lot of fake news going around. No, um, and, and just keep a balance. Um, and a sense of humor, and mm -hmm. a sense of hope. Uh, and then again, I've just read a book about William Shakespeare's life, and I realized that he spent 78 months in lockdown during the, the plague, the various plagues that he lived through, and that's when he wrote his best plays. So that's quite an inspiration. I mean, I find it, I, I find it absolutely uh, stunning that you're able to keep your spirits high and keep yourself so busy. I, I, I take it one of the key things that you're doing is making sure that uh, you're not getting, you know, too large in the hips and making sure that you can uh, fit in those stunning Rockies of, of Tani Vita. <laughs> well, you know, I've lost 10 kilos in this, lock, this lockdown. Everyone's yeah, telling me that I've lost weight as well, you know, and, and it's like, yeah, you know, we need to, well, we I need think to maintain. One doesn't eat that much. One doesn't eat that much and one doesn't sort of have the, the meals. One has snacks, little, little, mm. a, a little rask. I have a last Omar rask, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it's also a discipline. And strangely enough, you know, I have a great feeling of compassion to all the people who cannot smoke their cigarettes and can't have a drink. Nice. Because that's pretty tough to go through a really, really trying time without the little comfort zones. Um, so I don't have the problem because I don't smoke. And uh, I stopped drinking at the end of January and I'll pick up again on the 1st of December. So <laughs> let's hope by then we'll be allowed to. So it's lots of disciplines, you know, lots of disciplines have to be uh, focused on because we have to look after ourselves. You know, the government is not going to look after ourselves. Us, uh, they've got to sort out or try and work out what the future is going to be. You know, somebody said the other day, I think it was on radio, they said, well, we must get back to where we were before the pandemic. We were in the toilet before the pandemic. Hey. We were in the most terrible state capture. We had no money. We were bankrupt and everybody was running around trying to catch the crooks. And now suddenly this virus has taken taken the headlines and we sometimes some think the state capture is over well it's not over you know once we get the vaccine and once we can sort of move around and hug each other we've got to pick up this country and try and get it to work again so there's a lot of work ahead I mean, I, I find it stunning what you're saying there, that we found ourselves in the toilet. The problem is right now, I think we find ourselves, quite frankly, in, 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 in the sewage system, which is I mean, even absolutely worse. Absolutely, in the sewage um, system, I mean, you've been through a lot. And I mean, we've spoken previously, you and I, about your history and the work that you have done uh, during the height of apartheid, when Pia Buerta, when you dare take on the likes of Pia Buerta, <laughs> when you and Puck, I mean, for me, you know what was stunning for me, watching... 
you know that that uh, little bit that you uh, that you showed on your show. Um, mm. You know, between you and Pug Buerta and the, 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 the rapport that you had, the interaction that you had with Pug Buerta at the time. I mean, it was absolutely, apart from being satirical, it was just a beautiful moment between two people. But, <laughs> you know, um, but, I mean, you've, been, you've seen all of that, Peter. And, and my question is, with this year happening in 2020, I'm, I'm, I'm relatively young and I'm, I'm using that word advisedly because I'm going gray very quickly, but... Mm. At the age of 38, this is the first time I come across anything like this. I guess the f- last time the world lived through something like this, when we were less connected, was 1918. Um, what's this for you, like, personally? How are you dealing with this? Well, I'm dealing with it as it comes. I am never surprised by the surprise around the next corner in life. I mean, I think that's the one thing that the theater also t- teaches me, is you, you focus on the moment. You focus on the moment, whatever that moment gives you, you try and survive it. You try and make sense of it. And I'm talking about terrible things like mm. losing people and, 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 and being an illness. All those really, really serious problems have got to be given names because the moment you give that problem a name, it becomes part of your life. The moment you look away, it becomes even bigger as a problem. But really, truly, the first time I ever thought I would be in a situation in the world where the world has stopped, the whole world is suffering from the same fear. We are all on the same side in the Third World War against an enemy that is invisible. Mm-hmm. And that is so bizarre to think that all the things that we take for granted, the things you walk, you see somebody walking in the street without a mask and you get nervous, you want to say, hey, where's your mask? And then you realize, but they're on their own and their dog is on a leash and you can breathe the air when you are on your own, but the moment you're not on your own, you must be careful of that air. So it is... Uh, a very strange experience. It's, uh, it's, I mm. don't wish it on anybody else, but you know, we are not surprised by it. People have warned us about this. They've warned us about the climate change and the, the change in the world and our eating habits and the millions and millions and millions of animals who are put through hell in order to get fat and be, be eaten by us. And then, of course, these things do happen. So um, I just hope that everybody sorts it out and people... People listen to each other. At the moment, politicians have taken control, and that's very bad news. You don't want mm. your life to be controlled by politicians. The politicians are supposed to clean the toilets and get the, the, the things to work. We need, the, <laughs> we need the doctors and the medical people and the scientists to actually step forward and just give us the information that we need. And, uh, if, if only someone listened to them. Uh, if only someone and, listened and then, to them. Yeah, well, there are some very good people to listen to. I found some very good voices on CNN. I mean, mm. Christian Amanpour is always somebody that I listen to very carefully. Um, and Dr. Fauci, who is amazing. Um, so there is, there is help. But uh, there's also a lot of rubbish on, on the internet. There's a lot of rubbish hey. on the tweets and the Twitter. And there's on Donald Trump, who should get the Oscar for the best performance. Because really, truly, I mean, who could believe that one of the most appalling human beings in the world is now the most powerful man? Well, he can um, remember in order, person, woman, man, camera, TV. He remembers that in order. You can test him at any moment and he'll remember those five things in order. No one else has ever done it before him. Yes, what about <laughs> and <laughs> Wonderful. Well, I, if, only we must, if only he just can remain a joke, but you see, oh. lots of things are going wrong and and then again, we must just be, be, be uh, respectful of the good politicians that we have. Not all of them, make no mistake. Yes. 
There are many third-rate politicians with fourth-rate ideas, but there are some very fine politicians in all the parties. And so we must let them know that we are watching them and let's get better and make this a very good country once the new normal takes over again. Peter, you know, there's never enough time, but um, in, in, the, in the minute and a half that we have in each other's company, what are you up to at the moment? I know that, of course, you are going to be uh, able to give us the lighter side of life, give us the opportunity to laugh a little, even at this very tough time in our history. What are you up yeah. to these days? Well, last week I did a, a live, a live a stream show through Cricket. Uh, which was great. I think I had 1,700 people watching from all over the world. And I'm doing another one on Women's Day on the 9th of August. Awesome. Sunday, 9th of August at 6 p.m. Uh, it's called Unmasking Evita. So there she is. I'm going to do a, a, a really nice show for you in your house so you can uh, get your tickets through Quicket. And, um, and that's what I'm doing. And I'm doing another one in September, another one in December. So I've got that planned for the rest of the year. Genade toch, Unmasking Evita. Imagine Unmasking that. Evita on, the, on, on Women's Day. Yeah. How's, how's my favorite Tani doing, by the way? She's fine. She's being very careful. She's not eating too many of her cook sisters, but she's handing out a lot of the cook sisters to the people who are hungry. Very good, very good. And I hope that the two of you are maintaining uh, a decent amount of social distancing. More than two meters. There's about two yards, two two kilometers between us at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> Peter, it's always been an absolute pleasure chatting to you. Stay safe. Uh, I don't want to now bring age into the discussion, but you know you fall in that demographic, so please be careful. Yeah, I Stay do. Away. I am in a demographic. I am a demographic, definitely. I will be careful. Please, I and okay. and and and, and uh, it doesn't mean that uh, I saw recently a clip from the U.S. Since you and I spoke a little bit about Donald Trump and his abilities, uh, someone literally, an American in a Senate hearing, jumping up and saying um, that she's no one's sex slave. She's not going to wear a mask. And I'm t- please don't. I hope you're not pulling those stunts. No. <laughs> <laughs> all the best to you too. Huh? Cheers. All the best to you. Okay. There was Peter Dirk Ace. Uh, for more, go check out www.pdu.co.za and of course evita.co.za. It's